The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday the 10th of May. In your squiz today, US-China trade wars, the murder trial of former teacher Chris Dawson, Lake Air fills up and Friday lights. This is your squiz today. Claire, China and the United States were moving towards an agreement to end a months-long trade war this week. And by all accounts, it was going really well. And then it wasn't. And then it really wasn't. (laughs) What seems to have happened is they've been talking and then escalating their demands of the other and, yeah, it all just came to a crashing halt. Talks are going to continue, though, fresh talks with some senior Chinese uh, officials coming to Washington to restart those talks. But, yeah, it's come to a bit of a crash and uh, it'll be difficult to pick up, pundits say. The murder trial of former teacher Chris Dawson kicked off in Sydney yesterday. Dawson's lawyer accused journalist Hedley Thomas of destroying evidence vital to the case. Thomas is, of course, the journalist who triggered this whole trial with his podcast, The Teacher's Pet. And the Australian last night has said that's complete rubbish. The quote that uh, Dawson's lawyer is referring to from an event in Brisbane where uh, Thomas spoke about shredding material, but he meant it in a way of not actually physically shredding material, but just condensing the uh, episode as it was being legaled by their um, their department that was making sure that the podcast was going out in a form that wouldn't get them into legal trouble. This one will stretch on for a while. The trial returns to court on the 20th of June. Uh, and Britain has gone a week without using coal to generate power, Claire, but there is a disclaimer in the context of Australia. Yeah, it's a very different situation that's happening in the UK than is happening in Australia when it comes to this um, climate change and energy policy debate, that's for sure. Uh, Theresa May uh, tweeted yesterday that she was very proud that they've gone uh, a week without using coal to generate power. When you look at their power mix, they're using renewable energy gas and nuclear power in about a third each to source their uh, electricity. Malcolm Turnbull jumped on it yesterday to say that uh, the UK's bipartisan support for uh, stepping away from coal is something that's quite different than what's happening in Australia and that of course is the case. Uh, Others though pointed out that the UK really did have a very different kind of setup um, and were able to walk away from coal in a way that countries like Australia couldn't. Uh, and if people like Malcolm um, really thought that that was important, then why wouldn't we have access to things like nuclear power? So I guess um, for me, the interesting thing is that um, not only are they stepping away from coal, but they actually have a plan to quit burning coal altogether by 2025, which isn't that far away not that far away at all. Um, You know what was far away? The 6th century. (laughs) It really was a long time ago. I'm not entirely sure where I'm going with this. Uh, We're changing tack a little bit here. Back in 2003, council workers in the UK stumbled upon a burial site believed to be that of a 6th century Anglo-Saxon prince. Archaeologists have just made the discovery public, Claire. And it's been labelled the UK's equivalent of Tutankhamun's tomb in uh, Egypt, the significance of the discovery. And um, this tomb has been found in a very glamorous place. Uh, 
it's in Essex between a pub and a supermarket. So uh, <laughs> all of it's only just been made public because it, as you said, been so significant. And um, I like that um, the locals have dubbed the Graves um, mystery occupant the King of Bling because he was found with gold coins and all sorts of fancy things. <laughs> I think tooth enamel was the only human remain found, but there was things like a harp, you're right, gold coins, necklaces. Um, back here, though, rains that devastated farms in northwestern Queensland earlier this year has, have arrived at Lake Eyre in the north of South Australia. The images can only be described as specky, completely spectacular, Claire. They are. It's not just the bird life flocking there for the water. It's also the tourists there um, having a really good go at it. And it's something that happens very rarely. Lake Eyre doesn't fill up a lot does happen from time to time, but certainly not to this extent because of the vast waters that have come down from Queensland. So the ABC has a, a pretty um, spectacular report actually too on its website that we've got a link to in the email that's worth a look. Amazing how quickly things turn from very dry and barren to very green. Yeah, we're an incredible country. It's just just amazing. Before we get to Friday Lights, we told listeners yesterday about Liverpool's miraculous win over Barcelona and it's basically happened again in the second semi-final. Yes, soccer fans have had an embarrassment of riches this week. It's been quite incredible that after that Liverpool-Barcelona game that the Tottenham Hotspurs backed up with a similar performance against Ajax, which is a team from Amsterdam. They went into their second match of the semi-finals 3-0 behind and were able to uh, pull that up to 3-3 and uh, they won the game because of a um, – uh, home and away rule that meant that that benefited the Hotspurs with a, a drawed result of 3-3. So they scored um, the final goal in the dying seconds of injury time. So, yeah, just incredible. And if all of this has gotten you into soccer and you want to watch the final, it's on the 1st of June in Madrid. Friday lights, if you have teenage children or siblings, then it's likely that musician Billie Eilish has come up. She's on tour in Australia at the moment, actually. But the point is there's a link to a Vanity Fair video that compiles the same interview a year apart. It's very compelling. It's a really interesting way to interview people, but certainly for someone like Billie Eilish who did this interview 12 months ago with Vanity Fair when she was 15 um, to come back and do the second part, um, same questions, and for her to review her answers mm. as a 16-year-old, it's just incredible to see, like, everything that's happened to her that year, but just the how more grown-up she is, it's just, it's quite compelling. It really is. Just to put it in numbers, she had 157,000 Instagram followers when she was 15. She's got 6.3 million now. She was playing to shows of 500. She's now playing to stadiums of 40,000 and pretty incredible rise to fame. You've also got a list of InStyle's best beauty buys and a wonderfully warm and nourishing food gallery from Good Food. Let's get to the subject line though. What have we got? So the song lyric today is You Can Find Me in the Club. It's a 50 Cent song that is a reference, of course, to the typo that was found on our $50 note. Apparently that is true. There is a typo. Responsibility oh, is missing God. an eye. It's that classic you had one job, isn't it? <laughs> it's all right. I feel for them. We do it oh, man. occasionally yeah. from time to time, <laughs> so it makes me feel yeah, better. People in glass houses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
No judgment from us whatsoever. Um, look out for uh, the Squeeze the Election podcast. It'll be out this afternoon. It'll wrap up the week that was in politics. Thanks, as always, for listening each day. Have a great weekend and we'll chat to you on Monday. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP.